don't be afraid. Lock the doors. Turn out the lights. And climb into bed. It's time for Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. Any type of building or structure can be haunted. It can be a personal dwelling, such as a house or an apartment, as well as a business. Sometimes these hauntings can be the result of an incident that happened within the walls of that building or even on the land that the building was built upon. In other cases, the haunting can be from a former tenant or employee. We've all heard stories of a former owner of a house who just didn't want to leave the house that they loved so much. Then there are the stories of the bellhop or the nurse who just can't stop helping others, even after death. I've spent the last five years on Hillbilly Horror Stories podcast telling you stories of haunted places of all types, but never a haunted florist. Until tonight. One of the Pittsburgh area's longest-lasting floral shops was Michael Blaha Flowers. Though recently closing, it enjoyed over 120 years of longevity. The company's founder, Michael Blaha, started the company in Etna, Pennsylvania in 1900 when he would stroll the streets with his flower cart. David Cornley would eventually decide to start his own flower shop. He would often look at the building on Bridge Street and think about what a wonderful location this would be. But he decided that it would not be a smart move to compete with the well-established Michael Blaha's Flowers on Butler Street. After some thought, he bought Blaha's Flowers and moved it to the Bridge Street location. At this time, the building's owner, Kevin Burke, told David, I'm not going to lie to you, the building is haunted. David was from the area and he had heard the rumors of a little boy by the name of Peter who had haunted the building for well over a hundred years. David said that he never believed in any of the rumors and that ghosts didn't bother him anyway. His opinion would soon change. The exact history of the building is unclear, but we know that it has been the Colonial House Hotel, later a tavern and restaurant, and at one time a bordello. Peter was the eight-year-old illegitimate child of one of the bordello's workers. He and his mother resided on the third floor. The story goes that Peter wasn't allowed out much, but somehow was able to obtain some firecrackers. While playing with these firecrackers, he caught the building on fire and was subsequently killed in that fire. Kevin Burke found evidence of this fire when he remodeled the second and the third floor apartments. Peter's spirit is apparently still frightened of fire. A tenant that was living on the third floor was using a kerosene heater. He kept the kerosene on the second floor, which was vacant, as a safety measure. 
One day the tenant found the pump in a second floor sink, but the actual kerosene can was in the basement. When the tenant asked Burke if he didn't agree with how he was storing the kerosene, he was perplexed. When informed that the can was found in the basement, Burke commented that he had not moved the can to the basement. Peter's pranks were always of a mischievous nature, never malicious. He likes to rearrange and play with things, and has even touched several tenants. The Vecchio sisters, who ran an antique shop called Echoes in the building from 1977 to 1982, had their fair share of experiences. People in their shop would get cold for no reason, have their hair tugged on, or see a rock and chair rock on its own accord. Items in the store were continually misplaced, candles turned over, and pages torn out of workbooks. Once a heavy workbook that had been on the wall was found on the floor seven feet away. On one occasion, a small tree with animal ornaments was seen violently shaking. The two sisters think that Peter would sleep in one of their antique cribs that they would use to display dolls. They would come in early in the morning to find the dolls in disarray and a blanket that was folded hanging on the rail of the crib lying on the floor. Originally, the spirit was named Ralph, but a nine-hour visit from a medium determined that his name was Peter. David Cornley said that a month before his grand opening, he placed a paper sign on the window announcing that Michael Blaha's flowers was relocating to this location. David said it was perfectly straight and very well secured when he left for the evening. The next day, the sign looked like it had been removed and put back up by a child. The sign was all wrinkled and crooked. Peter apparently also likes electronics. David said that he had a brand new answering machine when he moved into the building. It worked fine, we moved in, and then it suddenly wouldn't work at all. They had the phone company out three or four times to no avail. Eventually, the answering machine became covered up with papers and such after the first few months of business. The company had three rollover lines, which meant that if someone called the first line and it was busy, it would then roll over to the second line, and the same if the second was busy, it would roll over to the third line. On Mother's Day, the third line started ringing, but there was no one to answer it. Much to David's surprise, the answering machine kicked on. It had never worked before. David Cornley likes to tell the story of the missing stuffed animal. They had two stuffed mother dogs and two puppies. They had sold a mother and two puppies. He came in one morning and didn't see the other mother dog, and he asked who sold it. His staff replied that they thought he had sold it. They looked all over the shop and could never find it. Approximately eight months later, David was upstairs and he found the dog in a plastic bag. No one had been up there. I guess even ghost children want to have pets. to hunt.
Take on a 